Welcome back to the Creator Connection. I've got Hank with me, and we'll release the video before I release this. But we did an experiment of sending each other stuff, uh, audio setups, and all that good stuff. We're going to talk about that, but for the sake of the video, as opposed to the podcast, I'm going to let Hank talk about it. Because, yeah, anyways, Hank is joining me after we, uh, we did this video project. It was your idea. You tell everybody what your idea was, and... I know you've got bullet point Hank professional notes queued up and ready to go. So you do, you do you Hank. And I'm, I'm here for, uh, instant feedback. Well, like any good idea, I stole it from film booth <laughs> and Fenzar from YouTube. They're two of my favorite YouTube creators and they challenged each other to an editing competition. And Ed from film booth, he's always saying, if you can take something from another niche and apply it to your niche, do it because it, it's obviously working. So do it. So I hit up Jeremy with the idea of what if we try to pick the best gear for under a hundred bucks, microphone interface combo, and then we send them to each other. And then we kind of let the audience decide who won it. So I thought that would be a lot of fun. And it has been, it has been, it's a, uh, it's been a slow process cause we're super busy. Hey, by the way, Hank, I don't want to like upset you, but did you see that YouTube lowered their monetization standards to 500 yeah. subs? <laughs> <laughs> Conveniently after. Thanks YouTube. After I've churned out for two years. <laughs> yeah. Which is exactly how long it took me and the grind is real, but. But yeah, it, it was a great idea. Like when, when Hank pitched this to me, I was like, absolutely, 100%, I'm down. And I'm waiting to see how it goes over because we haven't released them yet, obviously, but I can't wait to see how the audiences react to that format because I have other challenge ideas that I want to do. Yeah, and I'm game for those as well. And and I, I think they'll react well because like if there's one thing I've noticed that uh, including myself and including you because you stole the idea, we love to see YouTubers that we either have watched or actively do watch collaborate. Like it's, yes. it's a fun thing. It's, you know, anytime I see any two YouTubers that I watch in the same place, I get abnormally excited. <laughs> Me too. For some reason, I'm like, they know each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wow, <laughs> those two, cool. I watch them both and they're hanging out. Yes. Love it. So what, what, um, I, like, I know that this idea was half yours, half stolen, but, uh, go, go, go through the process on what we decided to do from your urging. Like what, what was the parameters? First, we had to come up with a dollar amount value. That was going to be the hardest part because it's got to be low enough to where you got to put your thinking cap on, but it can't be too low to where you just throw out any old thing, <laughs> you know, here's yeah. a pencil mic and, <laughs> and something, you know? Um, so I, I really wanted to get that right. Cause if it was too high, everybody would be like, well, no, duh. Of course a Rodecaster pro and, uh, yeah. sure. SM7B sound good, you know? So I just wanted to keep it in that kind of a parameter of price. Right. Which 100 is... was almost too low for me. 
Yeah, it it was it was not easy to come up with the uh I don't know. I like I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but being limited to 100 bucks, like it it pretty much meant that the interface was going to be one of two or three conventional choices and then yes. you had some unconventional options outside of that. Uh the microphone pretty much needed to be relegated to to $50 or less, almost definitely. If we, it would be, I think it gets a lot more interesting if we, if we do a, which I think this was a good place to start. I think you got to go budget. Like most people out there, like when, when they, when they hear that you can set up a YouTube channel or a podcast or something that sounds good for a hundred bucks, yep. like that's, that's intriguing. I think that's like the, the perfect starting point for a beginner to, to dive in at. But man, if we had like, 135. I think if we were at 135, it gets a, it gets yes. a lot more it gets a lot more interesting and we can switch it up a lot more, but I definitely feel like we both did pretty well with the $100 budget. I was very shocked when I heard this microphone that you sent, the Donner PO8, correct? Yeah. It's, it's... It is built well and I put it what I do when I get a new microphone is I'll put it into the podcast. Most people want to just do what's tried and true when they're podcasting. I won't do that. I'll put in test stuff. And unfortunately for my audience, they're all the guinea pigs. And they are very vocal. So they'll say, hey, you sound like you were talking into a bucket. Or, <laughs> hey, you, and my co-host will stop the show and be like, hey, what mic is that? <laughs> what mic are you on? And I'm like, oh, man. We call him Eagle Ears. <laughs> he Instead must be good at what eyes. he does. Yes. He, he's got these Sony. What are, what are the famous Sony headphones? MDR 7506? There you go. That might not and be right. And he just sits there. And he's like, every time you stop talking, I can hear him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Let me adjust the, you know, yeah. a, a noise, you know, if I'm testing a noise gate or anything. My goodness. It's, it's – uh, Something that can be stressful sometimes, but he loved the sound of this microphone. He was like, all your, you know, the higher frequencies are there. I can hear it. It's not too overpowering. Which is, that, that's an, it's an impressive thing because I know it's just some run of the mill, you know, AliExpress capsule in that thing. It's got to be. Knowing what I know about Donner after the last couple of things they've sent me. There, there's a cheap capsule in there. Like, lo and behold, I don't know if the body helps it or what, but, <clears throat> and, and I think the same thing of this. I don't think Zoom stuck any kind of like magically Zoom manufactured capsule in this. Like I told you on our test run, the, the body of the Zoom ZDM1, that's right, right? Mm -hmm. It's been a long day already. Uh, it, it's a super luxe condenser body. And it's like they bought all the leftovers and slapped a Zoom label on it. Like, and it's, Oh, did you get it? I didn't know that, oh, that okay, it okay, uh, was until you until you said that. I was like, "Oh, I love the body on this." Me thing. too. Me too. <laughs> like it, it's kind of perfect, especially for fifty bucks. Because just like you said about the Donner, the build quality is excellent. the The capsule is excellent. It's uh, was it super cardioid? I think when you. So I mean, it it as Brian Adams would say, it cuts like a knife when you get off axis of it. So it's. <laughs> You know, it's it's a really sweet mic, and it's been a long time. When this came out, I bought it to do a video on it, and I 
I think I got rid of it shortly after. Like it was good, yeah. but I had my podcast table outfitted with I think Road Broadcasters at the time. And I was like, I'm not going to use this ZDM one anymore, and, and I regretted it instantly because there's so <laughs> many mics that were. Well, you know how the market is now. Like there's fifty dollar dynamic mics. There's Mayono and Fifine, and you know the Audio Technicas of the world, and and yeah, that and there's so many out there. And it's like, well, I wish I had that ZDM1 to compare these things to now, and I didn't. So when I got this back and I put it on, I was like, ah, oh, I knew this was coming from Hank, but I, <laughs> I forgot how good it sounded. And it's just, you know, it's for podcasters, like what me and Hank primarily do, mics like that Donner and this ZDM1, they're kind of perfect. I mean, you, you know, they're they're not going to be everyone's cup of tea because everyone thinks the, the uh, SM7B is the, the end all. And it's not, right. in my opinion, uh, great mic. But I mean, would you would you pay fifty dollars for one of these before you'd spend four hundred for that? Did you watch a video I haven't released already? <laughs> Do you I have did time not. travel? I did not know because <laughs> I, but, but I we say think, almost we exactly think alike. that. You know, we think I, alike. Like I, I don't. <laughs> I own an SM7B for the sake of testing interfaces, and if it weren't for me seeing if the latest $50 interface would work with an SM7B and drive it. Like I wouldn't own one and it's not because it's not a great mic. It's because I'd rather have the $300 I can get out of it on the used market. Like $300 is worth more to me than that microphone is for the sake of just recording. Yeah. Granted, I have to keep one because of, you know, if you're doing Testing. microphone. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have one. Everyone expects yes. it. They want to see it. It, it is ubiquitous. They must hear if an audio interface can drive it. They yeah. have to, or or else the comments will just cascade will it, yes. with SM7B. SM7B. Will it drive and an it, SM7B? It, will it drive an like, SM7B? I already answered that in the prior comment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look. No. It's like, I, I kind of wish like we could get a, I, I'm sure there's one out there. Here's a video idea for us. The Hunt for the mic that requires the same amount of gain as the SM7B. But that's cheap. Like, what if there's a handheld out there that, you know, you cannot get to negative 12 dB without having the gain on the M-Audio interface you sent me maxed. completely maxed? Like, okay, I would like to have something that's SM7B gain hungry, but not 400 bucks because <laughs> I'd love to sell that thing. I really would. I just don't use it I very often. And every time I compare it to a, a mic that is good, like a good budget mic, I'm always underwhelmed with the SM7B. Me too. I It's kind of like the pod mic. Like the pod mic is kind of bland. And to me, the SM7B is bland until you throw yes. processing on it. Like I will admit, yes. when I throw processing on the SM7B, especially processing that's a little more tailored to what I like on my Behringer UV1 up in my office... I'm like, man, this sounds good, you know, and it does. But I feel like some of these other mics, this is the Fifine K669D, sound really good out of the box. And they're, and they're not so bland or boring, and they have a little bit of flavor. But That boringness is what I like about the SM7B, though. Me too. It, it will tackle plosives with this gigantic windscreen on it, and it will tame sibilance and nobody's going to uh, 
accuse you of being too nasally or anything like that. No, no, it, and it that's is. That's why I like using it. It is the perfect blank canvas, Mike. Yes. Like, you yes. don't have to post process out plosives or sibilance usually. You know, it's going to work on a female voice, a male voice, a deep voice, a thin voice. It is amazing as a Swiss Army knife of a microphone. But as far as just podcasting goes, like, I don't know. In my opinion, you could take the Zoom ZDM1, and as long as I talk past the capsule somewhat, and and the plosives aren't bad with a windscreen on it. Like, there's just, I just look at the money. I always look at the money. I'm like, my God, the SM7B is great, but the money that it, that it requires to own this microphone worth it. Yes. But for, for my tight ass, not so much because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just a tight wad. You know, I love these cheap mics. Anything that someone gives you a compliment on like, wow, that podcast sounded good. What did you use? Oh, a $37 dynamic. Like I, I love tell, that reward. I tell everyone that is interested in what we do that your channel is the best idea quit that hank i do i i truly believe it because you have introduced me to mics i would have never given a first look let alone a second look and it is such a cool niche to be in you're on the front end of finding this stuff you're not like me i'm i'm just now playing around with the mayono pd100 and i'm you know pretty shocked by it i'll be honest yeah, uh, but it, yeah, sounds great. But I would have never even attempted it ever. Period. If it don't yeah. say sure, Zoom, Tascam, you know, if it doesn't have that brand name recognition on it, I just typically don't look at those microphones. Yeah, and, and I I did being a tightwad like that's that's exactly what I was looking at when I started the podcast. I was like, what can I get that's cheap? But it'll sound good. And and there really wasn't cheap when you look at those brands very often. Like what's the cheapest sure microphone that is usable? You know, is it a is it a forty eight? True. The 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 fifty eight is pretty pretty good for podcasting, I think. That's yeah. fifty eight. Yeah. It does the job. And it but then you look at other mics, Tascam, you know, S E, this and that, and it's like they don't sound good till you spend about a hundred bucks. So Yes. You are correct. <laughs> that's where this that's where this comes in. That's where the nice ZDM one comes in. I love the way this thing sounds like right now. Like Me I think too. It, I, I send it to all my co-hosts. That's the way to now. go. It's the way to go. Like there's no processing needed, you know. I mean, granted, processing is always good to add some extra flavor, but if I was listening to this on a podcast, raw audio right now, I'm fine with it. I'm making it through that episode with no no problems, no issues. Same with this M audio interface. No problem. Like this, this I've would be a perfectly bought, fine setup. I've probably bought six of those ZDM ones. And sent them out to people you do podcasting six. with. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and two of them don't even podcast anymore, but they're just out into yeah. the wind. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I have went through some co-hosts myself. I have definitely done that. I've probably went through about eight to 10 co-hosts on different podcasts. That, that is the hardest thing in the world to keep up. In my opinion is to get someone yes. because when you are a podcaster, how do you, how do you get a co-host unless you know another pot? Like right now, my podcast I do with people that also do YouTube channels. So that's kind of locked in. Like I know I'm probably going to get some 
episodes out because these people have the same interests as me. But before I was bringing in my friends, like, oh, let's do this podcast. And it went well for a while. And then they'd slowly disappear. And I'd be like, dang it. <laughs> it was just getting good. Pod fade out into the ether. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. They all pod yeah, fade so a out. A lot of people don't have the passion. No. And I get it. You know, I get it. This is this is a niche too. Like this is you're either into it or you're not. I mean, obviously you and I are into it, but you you either love the art of recording something or you don't. And I will record anything. And businesses come to me all the time and they're like, "Well, how do you make money from podcasting and all that?" You know, and I just don't look at it. It is it is my last little oasis of not worrying about the money. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about money for me at all. Cause it's, it it is completely hobby. I don't know about you. I didn't have a hobby before this. Like I've had things that could have been considered hobbies. Like I was huge into fantasy football for a long time. And like, that's where my first podcast came from. And, And that enabled me to like travel and go to conferences and expos and like, speak about fantasy football which was just weird wow yeah yeah that that's where all this stemmed from i'm such a massive football fan now i barely watch it because this is all this has replaced it like instead yes. of watching people get cte to ruin their lives for the future i'm like i'll just i'll play with microphones and gear and all that good stuff but yeah i i 100 agree with you on that it is overshadowed anything else i used to do yeah it it has taken over and it, it is just what I do. It's pretty much what I think about when I wake up, like, Hmm, what gear can I play with today? Or what project can I work on? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Amazon, you got anything? Sweetwater. I start putting in just like, uh, guessing like microphone names, zoom ZDM one USB. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just start making up stuff. That's how you found that sure MVX to you, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, let me check. What is that? That sure device we're never going to see. <sighs> yeah, it's only been how many months? Uh, since they yeah, it was March. About it. it was ever since Hank released the video about this top secret sure device that sure was like, Mm-mm, not now. You ruined it. <laughs> now, you're not now getting you'll it. You'll never see it. Thanks, Hank. <laughs> now I still got to now I got to play with the X2U without the MV in front of it. <laughs> and I can't wait for that device to ship because I'm I, buying it immediately. Yeah, me too. As long as it's not pushing 200 because, you know, 150 or less, I'm in. I am. I can't in. see them going over 150. I cannot. They see can't. It. Not for just a plug in with a USB cord that you can. I mean, it's again, we discussed this on the last thing that we weren't, that we decided to, you know, re record. But it, it looks like a cigarette lighter, you know, that plugs into your microphone. And they're not a cigarette lighter, but a USB charger, I guess, that goes in your cigarette lighter. So it can't it can't be that much. It's so small. But so I the, hope they hit a hundred. I hope it's a hundred bucks. I hope so too. I'll be ecstatic if it's a hundred. But I'm going to guess for some reason one twenty four ninety nine is what I'm going to go with because it's a one. new one, version. Or that magic one twenty nine ninety nine that the companies are starting to gravitate yeah. towards. I'm like, what in the heck? <laughs> yeah, they take any opportunity to raise prices yeah that's the truth did you have any uh any other bullet points on on the project here that we decided to oh, yeah. go through 
Yeah, I wanted to understand what went into your decision making for what you picked. Okay. And and then I want you to answer your own question as soon as I'm done. Uh, Got it. So my decision making was I did not want to send you the one of two choices at the interface category because I knew it was, uh, you know, it was going to be this M Audio Solo or a Behringer UM2, and I did not want to send a Behringer UM2. Behringer UM2 is a fine device. In fact, Sweetwater had them for ten bucks at one time and I bought 10 of them. So I bought 10 UM2s was a hundred bucks. I was like, I can take all the handheld mics that I can't sell that no one wants, pair them with that for the low price of 50 bucks for both of them and just get rid. And I did got rid of all of them, got rid of 10 handheld mics. I was never going to use again. You know, I think outside the box when you're a tight wad microphone enthusiast, but I wanted to do something a little different, but I still wanted to give that brand name. Like I could have went in a million directions as could have you on Amazon. We could have done any unpronounceable name of interface, the, you know, the auction box you know, whatever they were going to call it. There's a ton of those out there, but I was like, I want to do brand name. And I remember CAD sent me that CX two. And I was like, that thing's pretty good. And it's got two XLR ports. I know, I know I bragged about it last time that no one will ever see but I'll brag about it again. I gave you two XLR ports, Frank. Hank, Frank. I almost called you Frank. <laughs> I gave you two XLR ports, Hank. And, uh, you know, you, you gave me one. You know? What the heck? But no. And you gave me 24-bit. I gave you 24-bit. I did. So now it's just going to be up, up to people to decide which which one. Would you, you know, do you want the M-Audio device? Or do you want the CAD Connect CX2? And I will out myself a little bit. That CAD Connect CX2, I am 99% sure is an outsourced, like, you know, CAD was able to contact this company from China who was making this device and, like, slap our name on it. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It, it's it's a mass-produced machine that CAD did not make. Like, I'm 99% sure CAD had nothing to do with the build, the make, the options, because that exact interface exists on AliExpress under a litany of unpronounceable names with the same button switches, just identical. So CAD definitely slapped their name on that interface. Interesting. Yeah. Heck, I can shoot you a link while you're talking about what, uh, we'll go into the mic next, but what, what went into your decision on that? And before I finish that thought, like, the CAD Connect is 60 bucks. $60 is how much that okay. costs. So oh, I pushed over that $10. Like, it, it made it difficult. I was like, I'm going to have to go with the Donner. There's no other dynamic that was 40 bucks, but I wanted to do the Donner anyway, so it all worked out. But $60, CAD CX2. I like it, even though I think it's a, a rebadge, but that's okay. For me, the M-Audio, uh, I picked that because I love the crystal preamps. Now the M audio air one ninety two four is one of my favorite audio interfaces. I just think it's clean and crisp and stylish. So I couldn't obviously get that. So I just got the little not too stylish printer cable port version of it because I wanted those crystal preamps. Yeah. And it pushed a little bit more gain than the Behringer UM2. 
was like 4 dB or something like that, 5 dB, something, something in there. And I was thinking to myself, okay, you know, this could possibly look good if we do any kind of uh, microphone test, which I did in my video, where you're trying to push the SM7B, of course, you know, because people always ask. Yeah. Always ask that. But that was the main thing. I wanted a good preamp. And that, that, that definitely provides it. I mean, it's, those are good. And I think the, uh, would you mention the air 192? Is that what you said? Yes. Is that the one Julian Krauss, like you watch his interface yes. reviews. Those mm -hmm. are like the standard for me. Like if you really want to know if an interface is good internally or not, like Julian Krauss is the way to go. Yes. Um, but he, at the top of his, like, basically preamp cleanness chart i can't remember exactly what it's called but maybe it's the I, I know that maybe it's that one or maybe it's not but one of those m audio devices has like the cleanest preamps of I believe it's anything that one. he's tested yep and i think it's the, that one that's impressive that's really impressive yeah quiet as quiet it can be but no mute button so no, which the CAD that I sent you, no mute button there either, but yeah, it is what it is. You know, you can get an inline mute switch, I guess, but that's, that's one reason why I wish if we had, um, if we were at the 135 mark or so, like the Focusrite Vocaster line is just so impressive to me for podcasting anyways. Okay. Cause we got the, uh, have you used one of those? No, I had a. I had a situation with focus right. Well, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> but like this for ninety nine bucks, mute switch, auto gain, which I'll never use, but and and one touch processing with four presets, all these camera outs and phone outs, like it's just like a podcaster's dream to me on a budget, like I. I'm using the Vocaster 2 now. That's how much I love them. I have a Vocaster 1 and a Vocaster 2. But don't tell me about your issue with Focusrite. I don't want to hate them uh, quite yet. <laughs> no, you won't hate them. For a while. You, 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 might, you might side with them. <laughs> oh, well, I doubt that. But, but, uh, but they, were, they were showing that device off at all these podcast conferences and stuff. And I mean, I'm friends with a, a lot of podcasters. Yeah. So I knew about the device. And I kept asking them, you know, I had, my channel was super, you know, it's small still, but it was really small then. And I'm like, yeah, look, I know about this device. Let me, you know, let me have some uh, road time with it and stuff. They're like, what device? So I sent them pictures of it. Oh, man. <laughs> that that sounds like, like my issues with the company that I have a contact with who I was working with when he was at another company and gotten kind of like, I was, not close, but you know, a, a business type relationship with where he would reach out to me like, Hey, Jeremy, you want to test this? And I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, he switched companies to a very big company and, uh, he's like, yeah, let me get my, let me get my footing in here and then, and then we'll, we'll get you out some stuff. And that never happened. <laughs> never happened. Oh, goodness. Too small. Again, my, my channel's too small for this company. So, you know, I get that. I understand that, but don't, don't tell me, you know, you're going to, get me some product to test from the company. If you don't mean it, you know, be honest, but, uh, on the microphone, what, uh, uh, well, I guess we're back to me. The Donner 
this was in consideration, but I was like, I can't send Hank a Zoom ZDM one. I know he's got twelve of those laying around. Like he's probably got one in the bathroom, one in the garage. You know, he's got ZDM ZDM ones wired up everywhere. So, yeah, it, basically, it came down to build quality accessories, and just the fact that it sounds good. It's not world beating. It's not you know, it is a dynamic microphone that does sound pretty good, but it is it is by no means nothing super duper special in my opinion. But it's it's good. I was thoroughly impressed when I plug it in. I put on the, uh, you know, the DT770s, and and when I first get a mic, and I just lock in, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. And then in the heft of the mic, when I took it out of the box, I was like, oh, he did very very good on this pick. So I like it. People always yeah. ask me, they're like, what is that microphone? And that's that's the test. Yeah. Yeah. It's the test if people ask about it, which is, I do the same thing as you, like the audiences are, are my guinea pigs. When I do a new episode of a podcast, I usually, I use a different mic on every podcast. That way I can see if someone wants to know what I used or if they were just not impressed enough to even ask. So, and that's, uh, yeah, that that's this one. I figure anybody, uh, who listens to the podcast form that I convert this to, they're probably going to be wondering what mic this is that i'm using and they might as well just rename it to the zoom hank mic <laughs> i the, helped them sell more of those mics than they can ever imagine i, I guarantee it i guarantee it but did like, you have I, any other anything else that made you like what your uh your thought process was on sending me this one i was hamstrung by price once i picked that m audio yeah. device so it had it almost had to be that microphone because I just didn't trust anything else. The neat worker bee had gone on sale, but it was sixty nine, and I was I just couldn't make the interface work no. with that. I could I just couldn't do it because I was like, man, this game set and match if I send him this worker right. bee too, and, and, but uh, I could just couldn't swing it. So I was like, it has to be one a dynamic because most people that are going to podcast, they, you know, I'm not saying they can't use a condenser, but I think it's just better suited for a lot of, you know, crummy environments. Like I'm yeah. in a terribly acoustically terrible environment. So it's almost has to be a dynamic. And most people are and then, like, I said, like, most people, yeah. most people yeah. are in a, in just an environment where a dynamic will give them their best sound. It's just, you know, just typically factual. Most people, the podcast, they don't even think about the sound treatment and all the stuff. Like when I dove into yeah. it, I, you know, I just found a room that was quiet, bare walls, you know, and a dynamic will definitely give you the best sound. That's just what it is. Yeah. And I trust the ZDM one. I've, I've not heard of any issues you know, there's a lot of other mics I've heard of issues with them. Um, I personally haven't heard of it, any issues that uh, anybody has approached me with anyway. I've heard and, of a couple, but they're not okay. serious. They're ones that could happen to anything. Like, I, I know two people that ordered this when it was new, and the capsule had broken off of whatever stem mm -hmm. they used to, to raise it in the head basket. But it's rough. two instances, we're talking years though, that this has been out. So, okay. I mean, I've gotten, I've gotten broken brand name mics before that are much bigger than zoom. It just happens, you know, in shipping sometimes it's just going to happen. 
like the Neat King B2 when it first launched, some of them, that grounding issue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they were like, hey, can you can you update that video? <laughs> right. I was like, yeah. I can, but it was the truth. Yep. It's absolutely. What, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, once I got the new mic and it didn't do that anymore, I was like, okay, this mic sounds fantastic, but don't touch it, you know, at that time. Yeah, yeah. And I've got I've got a few mics around here that I have not done a video on. One of them is one, a condenser that I adore, and it's random. It's very obscure. You can still buy it, but you, when you go to adjust the, uh, the filter switches on it, it's like playing Operation. So you got to have it dialed in before you even start. That's nice really mic, though. funny. Yeah. I'm like, I was going for the shin bone, and all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Eh, get off me. But, yeah. we. Uh, I don't know. It was a fun experiment. I think I think you'll definitely see more from us as far as these go. I mean, it'll, it'll take a while. We're busy. I noticed one thing. I definitely need a shock mount. Because um, if it I touch. A lot. Oh, yeah. I hear that. Which I got one of these for all those kind of mics that, you know, instead of doing okay. a shock mount, just doing the the blue Yeti thing, which I had it mounted on it, but I brought the wrong. I think my quick release adapter is for yours, and I don't have got a different quick release adapter on this arm. So, ah, okay. yeah, the Gator works. I was impressed that this that came is. with the shock mount, the Donner. Me too. And a pop filter high. and, you know, just whole nine yards. It was it was very oh, impressive. Nice. The whole package just for 40 bucks, which when it came out, it was 79 and they did not do any coupons on it for a while. And then like Donner does, you know, after time goes on, they're like, Hey, here's 50% off or here's 40% off or <laughs> yeah. So that thing's mostly, I think by now that mic has been 40 more often than it's been 70 or 60 or even 50. And I almost bought it. It was about, a week or two prior to the competition, it was on sale for thirty nine ninety nine, and I was like hovering. Had it added to the wish list, yeah. and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna get that." Man, I kept watching your review and stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, I gotta have that." And then I was yeah. like, "Well, what if he sends it?" Yeah, okay, hold I'll, off, hold, I'll hold off. off for a while. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had no up. intention in asking for that back, and I'm I'm looking at one right now and i've got another one here somewhere so I've, i still have two of them and i've already decided to move on from those being the pod mic of choice for my multi-person setup and went with the the new fifine dynamic but yeah i was like yeah hank needs to just keep this for his arsenal of mics there i greatly appreciate it i like it oh and i appreciate I, this too because i i miss this thing that is terrific that we both guessed which mic was coming in the yeah. old mail yeah and i was going to ask you what made you not send this was it just the price was um, the price just a little above the the mayo uh, no pd100 was it just above the threshold i don't think so because i think at the time it could it could be had at 40 or 39 or 38 and we decided pre-tax um, there, there were two things that really went into consideration and, and one was the build quality. Like I know that that mic you just held up is it's metal, but it is yeah. microphonic as all get out. If you tap it, it rings. Like it's got a very cheap metal is what it's composed of. Doesn't matter if you don't touch it, but if you, if you tap it, you know, you're going to hear it. And two, 
that Mayono kind of has a bit of a V-shape, I think, if I remember correctly. It's kind of like heavy in the lows, bright up top, uh, kind of Q2U-ish in a way. And the Donner was just kind of a little more flat. So I just I just kind of figured it would uh, – there was potential with the Mayono to not sound right on your voice or it could sound great. I don't know. I haven't heard it. But I was like, the Donner was a safer – it was a safer choice tone wise for me. I was like, he's going to sound good on this no matter what the Mayono is questionable because not everybody sounds good on a V shape, but okay. on a flat neutral, you know, you're not going to get anything offensive out of that. And, and that's the Donner is mostly neutral. Anything you would have done differently if you had to do it over again on our little competition? No, no, I don't think so. I, I no. I mean, if, if this five fine mic had been out, that's the only thing I would do differently. But this was not out at the time that we decided to do this. But if it was, I would have swapped that for this because this is uh, Mike Newman over at his channel. Level up with Mike would agree with me. He actually said it on his channel uh, that I was watching yesterday. And I was like, I said that too, Mike. This is pound for pound the absolute best budget dynamic podcasting microphone Wow. Out there. They're sending it, me one. It it's the best. In my opinion, it is the best. You put a big old windscreen on it to to make sure you don't pop it or anything. And it is that's a SM7B windscreen actually that I've got on these things. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it, it, it takes care of any little bit of pop or sibilance that it has, which is not much, but that thing for thirty seven bucks is primo. Build quality, tone. With processing on the Vocaster devices, chef's kiss. They're sending me one, and I was very impressed with the Mayono. And me too. If it's better than that. I'm, I'm In my be... opinion, it is. Yeah. Wow, I can't wait. Can't wait. In to my try opinion, it. yeah, I'll, I'll be eager to to see that video too, just to see how much you enjoy it. But that would be the only thing I'd do different. But it was not an option because this wasn't released. So is what it is. Okay. Excellent. Nice. I thought Anything it was a lot of fun. We... And I... Yeah, me too. And I'm no. glad you had the idea. Like we were already working on our, our budding audio friendship. And that, you know, once you did that, I was like, oh, heck yeah, I like Hank. Let's do this. <laughs> I really appreciate it. And I me always too. steer people to your channel, man. It, I, I mean, try to do the same. It's awesome. Yeah. It's That's awesome. what it's all about. That's what the whole journey is about. Like just knowing other people that are involved in this niche I don't know any of them around here. I don't, there's no Hanks where I live. There's nobody I can be like, Hey man, you tried that new five fine mic out or that new Donner. They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'd be like, I'm just going to mess. Me. I'm going to message Hank. I can't deal with this. I'll just message Hank. <laughs> I I usually say stuff like that. And then the guy's like, do you, did you want your oil changed or not? Like, oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> sorry. Don't know what language you speak in Hank. Uh, yeah. Do you want 10 W 30 or, or synthetic or what? Yeah. Yeah, that's how that goes. Thank yeah. you so much for this. No, thank you, man. And I'm I'm excited to do more. And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to release our own videos on our own channels and do them, you know, similar but not picture mirrored. Uh, but go check, go check out that short film that Hank did. That That uh -huh. is a lot of fun. That is thank a lot you. of fun. We'll, we'll link it, I'm sure. But, man, that, yeah, just – Knowing that you spend a lot of time on a project and then me being that consumer that gets to enjoy it, it's just, it's, it's a fun thing. 
I and again, that. once I saw those Street Fighter graphics, I was like, yes, that's it, Hank. Yes. <laughs> Underground uh, Combat Club, over 10,000 views already. It's awesome. And I that was is like, awesome. Oh, just over a week. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. good deal. That, that'll, that'll only grow. And it's, and it's just very, uh, it's just got a nice, it's got a nice tone to it. You know, it's like a little bit serious, a little bit not a little bit nostalgic, a little bit current. Like it's just fun. It's a Thank very you. fun way to spend. How long is it? Like it's 12 pushing minutes. 20. Yeah. I, I knew it was in between 10 and 20, but it's just a fun way, you know, instead of watching that other, uh, sure SM7B review video. Go watch Underground <laughs> Combat Club instead. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, I'm gonna hop off here, take my child out to eat, and uh, yeah, get on with my day. So yeah, if you enjoyed what me and Hank did, let us know. We'll do more of these competitions. We're gonna do it anyways, whether you say you enjoyed it or not. But you know, we hated it. Oh, we too bad. It. Here's more. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we got some more green beans coming for you. If you're not a green bean eater, we're going to feed, feed you some of those anyways. I use those cause that's what I hated as a kid, but <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. We'll, we'll come back with some more and, and we're eager to hear the feedback. I think we're both going to post like a poll, right? Just to get what yes. set up people liked more. So that'll, that'll tell us who won. And I kind of, I'm not looking forward to that part cause I don't, I don't really want to win. I just want, I want a 50, 50. I just feel it was even. I'd love to see an even vote, but That'd be it'll, great. it'll it'll be leaning one way or the other. Forty eight to fifty two, you know, fifty one, <laughs> forty nine. It, it'll be something like that. It's all good. Well, thank you, Hank, and we'll uh, you. we'll see you next time. <laughs>